Good morning, and this is Lisa Hawkins with Christian Warrior Woman. I want to welcome each of you for joining me today on this podcast. It's an exciting time of year. It's the beginning of the year, and I want to give you a a quick tip that you can uh, get activated on today and move forward. If you'd like to get deeper information on this podcast or any other podcast on how to go deeper and bring healing and prosperity to your life, um, you can definitely get more details in my book that's been a bestseller on Amazon, and it's called Christian Warrior Woman. I'm taking back your faith, family, and future. It's a great tool with um, to workbook where you can answer questions for yourself specifically, and, and it will definitely help in building a plan for this year and for years to come. So right now, we're going to talk about today planning. And I'm going to start you off with some first steps to begin. And then for the next um, two podcasts, we're going to talk on how to create a plan that you're successful at and that you keep to. So just to give you a little backstory, probably the last 15 years, I have done at the beginning of the year a planning session on a blueprint for vision board or creating strategies that you can really look at throughout the year. And what I found is people don't keep up with their plan or they get discouraged if something doesn't happen in the first 90 days or so that they kind of walk away from the plan or stop believing. And so I want to give you some tips on how to think about a plan and also the tools and resources that can help you get it activated. I want to share a couple of scriptures because I really think that one of the things that we don't do as believers that we seem to do more when we think of worldly things is maybe because we think we can work a certain job and just go buy something that we think um, will make us happy. And really in developing a plan, you shouldn't just think of short term. You're working on a plan for your life to benefit not only you, but your children and hopefully your children's children. But there are some plans that you need right now. But they're all connected to faith and they're all connected to the word and they're all connected to your insecurities and your past experience in many cases. And you really, when you want to start a new year, you want to start with a good mindset and a good focus. And so I know a lot of churches and a number of organizations, the first of the year, will have a fast. And many people think a fast is good for one or two things. One, that it's kind of, if I fast, God will give me what I want. Bang, not accurate. Or two, when they come out the fast, they feel better, look better because they lost some LBs and people are complimenting them. And then two, three months later, bang, it's back. So first things first is fasting is not a guarantee for God to give you what you want. 
And hopefully you can search that scripturally. That'll be a whole other podcast. You can't manipulate God by doing something for him for a month and then thinking he owes you the rest of your life. I think you have to remember who's in the role of savior and servant. Okay, first tip. Second is that this isn't a diet. Fasting is not about dieting. Can it help you in your health? Of course, but I hope the idea of your fast isn't based on how much you ate for the Christmas holiday or Thanksgiving holiday, and this is your way of getting rid of that 10, 15 pounds. So those are the bad habits that people get into year after year. And the good habit that I notice that many don't get into, but if I've noticed it, it's starting to shift and I pray it'll shift in you, is in seeking God for your plan for this year. Many of us have hopes and dreams and desires of what we want. So we go into fasting, praying and begging for God to give us our heart's desire. Have you ever gone in and been honest with yourself to not go into the fast begging for what you want, but begging for what God wants to have in your life, begging for God to release what he, who he created. When he knitted you in your mother's womb, he's, and if you'll notice, when anything that God has created, whether it's the earth, whether it's the world, whether it's human beings, he said it's good. So however, whatever negative thoughts you have about yourself, whatever bad circumstances have happened to you, God birthed you and had you born in this time frame for a plan and a purpose. And wouldn't it be magnificent and wonderful for you to understand that plan, not your dreams of watching Tom, Dick and Harry on reality TV be successful, but for God to allow you to open yourself to be activated for him to bring fullness, to bring that fullness of your reality into this day. Wouldn't that be marvelous? And also, as when, when you know, this is where we should be directing our purpose. We say we are Christians. We are Christians because we are following after Christ. But following after Christ is hearing Christ for our life, not hearing man, not hearing someone else tell us what we should do, who we should be, but letting the word and our prayer life and our meditations in our heart truly reflect how we move forward in 2021. Whether you watch the news or go to church or Whoever you listen to, you can hear a lot of conflicting message, but you will never hear a conflicting message from God in regards to his word and his plans for you. So this is where I this is where I want you to head. I want you to head in waking up with a scripture that talks about God's plans and how wise it is of you to wake up with a plan and a purpose. Now, am I stating that you're going to invent the cure for COVID? That's not what I'm saying. See, sometimes we think that these plans have to be grandiose, that we're going to be millionaires, that we're going to have the, a fabulous house, or we're going to have this and that and the other. 
But no, what I'm about is saving your soul, about bringing good health to your life, about plans that will prosper you and provide for you and also provide for your children and your children's children to be to know that you're in the will of God and have faith like that can compare to Abraham. And you can have faith that can bring a message from God that you will be blessed for generations to come. That is what I'm after, because our ways are not God's ways and our thoughts are not God's thoughts. So guess what? Our minds are limited to the blessings we can even imagine for ourselves. But when we truly go after God, we can receive things that are unimaginable. And I don't know about you. I don't look for uh, one meal for today. I'm looking to be fed for a lifetime, for eternity, to receive blessings that my children and children's children will flourish. However long this earth lasts, I want to be on the side of receiving the blessings. If the world is receiving a, vi- receiving a virus and disease, I want to be on the side that's receiving healing and blessing and a covering by the blood of Jesus. Okay? Do I have you with me? Just give me an amen. And definitely shoot me feedback on, on ideas and thoughts that you would like me to talk about and share with you on this podcast. So you are able to make comments and um, share your testimony and share how the plans that God has for you and what those blessings were. So let me give you a couple of scriptures in case you still aren't on board on believing in a plan. I don't know why you wouldn't be, but let's start with a couple, okay? So one, Proverbs 16, 9, and I'm reading the, the ESV version. The heart of man's plan, the heart of man's plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight your plans. Jeremiah 21, 11, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. Proverbs 21, 5, the plans, let me say it again, the plans of the diligent lead surely to abundance, but everyone who is hasty comes only to poverty. Proverbs thirteen sixteen and everything the prudent acts with knowledge. But a fool flaunts his folly. Luke fourteen twenty eight. For which of you desiring to build a tower does not first sit down and count the cost, whether he has enough to complete it? I think what's key of that is whatever you're trying, if you're trying to build your finances, you have to do what? You have to sit down. You have to count what you're going to save. You're going to have to plan what weeks out of your paycheck can you do this from. And then you have to have the discipline to stick with it. So it's not only 
the plan. You want to hear from God. You want to pray this through with God, but you also have to take steps. What is faith? Faith is also is not just thinking that you have faith, but it's followed by your actions. Okay, so I want you to when you're thinking about a plan for this year during your fast or if the Lord has already shown you what he wants you to focus on, we need to build on how you can get this activated and also stay motivated to stay on course. So I'm going to help you out with something that I have been researching for the last two months, and I now have too many of them, and I'm probably going to give some away because I have been trying to find the right planner for myself. I'm also in school, and some of you may be in school, but I was looking for what's the best planner for my spiritual life, my work life. I'm an entrepreneur and own a business. And what's going to keep me on track? Because I have a lot of balls in the air, which I'm sure you do. You may have kids at home. You may have a job. You may have school. You may have a husband. You may have things that you do within your church. How do you keep all these balls in the air? With a plan. And sometimes you have to look at some of these things you have in the air and say, is God really calling me in this area? Or am I doing this? Because someone asked me to help them with their plan versus this being my plan. So the first thing I did was try to find which would be the best planner for me. So I'm going to make some um, I'm going to make some recommendations. None of these people are paying me to recommend their planner. These are planners that I have bought after doing research and wondered um, how I could use them. And believe it or not, as I gained more knowledge in what I wanted in a planner or I used one or so, then I realized, no, I wanted to have this. So I'm going to give you a couple of suggestions and I'm going to tell you what I liked about them and want you to get started. You can probably get these within a week. And guess what? It's still January. So I want to help you get started on your planner. So one that you can get pretty readily, and I'm not going to read them in any particular order. I will make a recommendation after I share each of them. One that you can get pretty quick, like today, if you wanted, is called the Happy Planner. And the Happy Planner, you can get at Joann's or you can go to Hobby Lobby and you can also order online. And what I like about it is I actually went in um, to Esty and I changed out the cover on mine because, you know, they come with rings and you can put in whichever design type format of a planner that you want. You want one that's going to allow you to obviously, um, you know, give you daily options, give you an overview for the month. What I like about it is that each month it allows you to kind of create a monthly overview of what you want to accomplish and a daily. And I like that aspect of it. I also like that I was able to, as I mentioned, go into SD and I got a cover that looked like me, had a sassy black chick on it, and it stated, let your faith be bigger than your fear. And it says, believe. So I really like that for my cover. And I have been using it for the last three months. And I like, um, I've also tried um, different aspects of pages that I've 
you know, wanted to add to it, um, which added some social um, things that I wanted to add to the month, some notes and ideas. And I also added something that would give me kind of a timeline. Okay, then I have another planner that I ordered from Estee that I had custom made with my name on it. And it was for a student planner. And I kind of ordered this before I got the happy planner because it took about a month to six weeks to get it. But they may have more in stock because we're now in 2021 and I was doing this back in November. And I like this one as well. It's a, I got one that was a little large. And I thought in the future, what I like about it is similar to the Estes, that it's monthly. It gives me a lot of space for writing room, for class notes. And I got one that was that has assignments, quizzes, exams, um, reminders, and priorities. And you could look, at, look this up on Estes as well. And you can put it in based on what your major is in school. So I have some keynotes for my major um, within this book. So I, I thought those were two that were good. Also, one that you may have heard of that I, I really like as well and think this would be great when you want to combine um, your Bible study Christian reading, and the daily um, and monthly plan, and it's called Christian Planner. That would probably maybe be my number one because it encompasses um, both. It encompasses you being able to plan your day, but also plan your your Bible study time, meditation time. And it's um, affordable, $34. And all of these are kind of comparable in price. Um, but the Christian Planner, I know they have a special online that you can get for like $34, different colors and all of that. And, it, and it's really cool. There's also one called Commit 30 that was on there and it's called Commit 30 um, was on there as well and is very similar. So it really comes down to style and preference. But I wanted to give you actual tools that can get you started. So. I probably, if you said to me, Lisa, which one would you recommend? Um, there is one more. Sorry that I almost forgot. So I'm more of a tactile person, so I need to touch and feel things. So that's why these first recommendations are physical planners. But you can also, online, if you have a tablet or you have a cell phone, and you can download for free or download one that you pay for or download... Um, a file from SD that you can put on your iPad and you can do this all online. And so that when you wake up in the morning, you can, you know, hit wake on your tablet and you can see your plan for your day there electronically. So it really depends on your preference if you prefer everything online and or if you prefer to have a physical book that you can write in. And I'm trying to learn how to go paperless. So I'm in transition. But I was doing it online for a couple of days and and it felt good. But it's all about what you used to. <laughs> and I still felt like, oh, can I just have a book too? So I might find that I might do a little bit of both. I'm trying to move to that paperless person. 
So if you asked me out of all the ones I just recommended, which one I would probably recommend if you're if you need to feel and touch, I probably would go with the Christian planner, um, followed by happy planner and etc. But as I mentioned, you can go on SD and, and get some as well. They're all great. It just depends on what you have a personal preference for. So I hope today that we I've got you motivated to get on a plan and to pray through your plan, because tomorrow we're going to talk about how to actually um, set up a plan, how to set up an objective and move forward. So I pray that you are blessed. This is Sunday. It's the beginning of the week. So why don't you start fresh with God on a plan for your life that can be for eternity? You know, it's not about I'm, I'm, I used to be very black and white in regards to planning. Oh, I fell short of the plan. So uh, I, you know, you kind of walk away, give up. But what I've learned this year, and it's actually through the study of Abraham, is giving myself grace. Abraham made a lot of mistakes, but Abraham was what? The father of many nations. And we all have faults, and we all fall short of grace, and we all fall short of the glory of God. But we have to give ourselves grace. So in my goals that I set that were three, you know what? If I accomplish one today, I am ahead of where I was yesterday. If I accomplish three out of three, praise the Lord, hallelujah. But if, but I give myself grace that if it was two out of three, one out of three, and guess what? If today I just blew it, so be it. There is a tomorrow. The sun will rise tomorrow, I pray for me, and that I will have another day to start again. So give think about giving yourself grace in this season that it's not about following something perfectly because we don't even follow the Bible perfectly. But let's always know that we are a work in progress and that we have to each day say, you know what? I didn't make it yesterday, but I'm getting up today because true success is includes failure. It doesn't include that you win every day. No inventor or no successful person will ever say, Every day I was batting a thousand. No, they will tell you I failed, I failed, I failed, and then I won. I heard a testimony of of a Miss USA um, who was African American who lost, I don't know, seven or eight beauty pageants going for the title before she won. So let's not think about our losses. Let's think about every day we're getting stronger toward our goal. Nothing is achieved overnight. You didn't get in this mindset overnight. You didn't get into your health overnight, but you can get out of it in days to come. God is with us. And as I shared in the word, he is for our good, not for our evil. So you have a blessed day. And I look forward to talking to you more often in 2021.